and welcome to the Special Needs Sibling Podcast, where we talk about what life is really like as a sibling to someone with special needs. I'm your host, Charlene, and today our guest is Chloe. Hey! So excited to be on here today. Yes, thanks for joining us. Um, so Chloe and I met some long time ago, um, and so I have met, actually our whole families have met, but the, fir- the very first year I had met her family, it was at a family retreat. Um... And that was cool. Like that was that was my first year. I think your your family had already been going for a couple of years, so it was fun just to like meet. And then we would every year. That's kind of how we caught up. Um, was we got to see each other in person, and we and then our eventually like our families like started talking and stuff. And so we both had not been to the same retreat in a couple of years, like four years or something like that. Um, yeah, but technology is a powerful thing, and now we get to talk, and it's great. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. Um, so if you could lay out your family structure in terms of like the birth order, um, you, any siblings you have and your siblings with a disability, and then you're free to not use anyone's names depending on how discreet you want to be. But yeah, if you could lay out your family structure. Absolutely. Yeah. So I am the second oldest out of six kids. Um, I mean, half of us are adults now, so. Yeah, yeah it's it's crazy, isn't it? Like, we had met so long ago, that was not, we were not adults at that time. <laughs> um, so I have a brother who's older, and then, um, so we have three girls, three boys in my family. So a brother who's older than me, I have a sister who's a couple years younger, a brother who's a couple years younger than her. And then another sister and another brother. So the youngest two, Charity and Nico, um, both have special needs. Nico is 13. Charity just turned 17. So, yeah. Man, that's 17. No. I know. I'm, it's I'm trying, wild. I met her when... <laughs> wow, that is crazy. Yeah, I met her definitely when she was under the age of 10. I don't know, yeah. like, how much, but I, I know it was... That, man... That's crazy. Okay. <laughs> Time flies. Um, I, 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 yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, um, can you describe, if you could like, yeah, lay out um, Charity and Nico's uh, disabilities and any fun facts you would like to share about them? Oh, absolutely. So Charity and Nico both um, were diagnosed around birth with Down syndrome. Um, and then Nico just has a lot of like behavioral stuff as well that is not like officially diagnosed as anything um fun facts so down syndrome if any of the listeners don't know what down syndrome is there's actually three types of down syndrome but the most common is trisomy 21 which means that you have three copies instead of two of your 21st chromosome so normally everyone has like two copies of each chromosome and for charity nico for their 21st chromosome they have three Um, so on March 21st, we celebrate World Down Syndrome Day because the date is 321. So anyways. That's so cool though. Yeah, I never, I had never correlated that, but like, oh, but that makes like, that makes like perfect sense that it's, that's a very honoring thing. (laughs) Like, yeah, it's super things that you think about like, oh, the date and what this means, but. Yeah, and Charity was born on World Down Syndrome Day, so Aww. more cool. <laughs> yeah, extra, extra, extra celebration, extra cake. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> cool. Um, and so on this podcast, we, or my goal is to kind of have it as an open forum, um, just because as siblings, a lot of times we kind of get underappreciated or underrated, fly under the radar, um, so definitely there's lots of like feelings that we all have and thoughts that we have. Um, so is there anything that you want to talk about in particular today? I think like when I was thinking about the podcast and when I talked to anyone about being a typical sibling or, um, just anyone about like special needs in my life and whether they have experience with disability, special needs or not, I always just like to say like, I, I love, being a typical sibling and that's not something that I would at all want to change um and that being said and we're going to probably get into it on the podcast um there's a lot of hard things that come with being a typical sibling and 
my life has been a lot different than my peers who aren't. Mm-hmm. Uh, but being a typical sibling is, I, I love having Charity Nico in my life and that being in the world of special needs and disability has like definitely shaped my life and my career and just like who I am as a person. So I'm very thankful for that. Yeah. It's very like, I will use the words life altering. It's, I feel like that sounds very extreme, but like it's at the same time, I feel like it's accurate (laughs) because it's just very, yeah. Like your life trajectory is just very different. Absolutely. yeah yeah like it's life every aspect of the word (laughs) yeah and i mean it's it's one of those things where like like literally like we would have never met Mm -hmm. if we were like right if for, for both of your siblings and my sister like it's just one of those like yeah like we would have never met yeah i think and that's like one of the the there's something that i think i've grown as i've grown older I've learned to more appreciate those types of things where like, yeah, like there's just people you wouldn't have met or there's just interactions you would have never had or things that you literally would not have experienced because you wouldn't if like we were just all like typical and normal and like kind of just went through life and it's like whatever, but it's, it's, it's so different. Yeah. It's, it's really crazy to like think, like sometimes I think about that or I'll talk with like, some of my other siblings about that and we're like wow like we're like what would life be like if (laughs) Nico were in our life like we'd miss out on so many things but it would just be so different like I can't even wrap my mind around like I don't know what that would be like (laughs) yeah and and I used to like I feel like when I was much younger probably like elementary school middle school like I used to question it a lot more in a, what is that word? It's, it's, it's much more in a like philosophical way where I was like, what would my life be like? Because my friends don't understand how I feel. Mm. And I think that was like, yeah. and that was just really tough. Like, and I think you had mentioned it briefly, but it's just like, yeah, like no, like it's very hard to relate to us or we can't relate to other people. Cause it's like, the experiences I have in my house, like, not even, like, outside, but just, like, inside, like, with, um, like, with Andrew, like, running laps around the house, like, she would, like, we would eat dinner, but, like, you know, where a normal family would just be eating dinner, like, Andrew would, like, take a bite, literally run a lap around the house, sit down, take another bite, run a lap around, like, it, that, that was normal, right, and we would, me, my parents would, like, talk, and then she would run laps, and it's, like, right, but my friends don't, they're never going to understand that feeling of what that's like. So it's like, I don't, it's really hard. Just like when I, much more so when I was younger, I think like in school trying to like connect and you kind of can't. Yeah. 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 It's definitely harder when you, well, I think it's, yeah, it's, it's a different kind of hard when you're younger, I would say. But yeah. yeah. And I feel like that's also like, Like, I've talked about this with my mom and, like, my other siblings, and sometimes she'll be like, oh, for, like, your other siblings, like, the ones that don't have disabilities but are younger than me, she's like, oh, it's, like, different for them because they're closer in age to Charity Nico. Like, my brother, he's seven months older, so him and Charity are, like, almost the same age. Oh, Um, okay. Because both Charity Nico were adopted, so, um, but, like, I was... When we brought Charity home, I was, like, seven, I think, and then, like, ten with Nico. So, like, I was in a different place as, like, as a sibling, I guess, than, you know, someone where you, your whole life, you're growing up with, like, Oh, like, yeah, yeah. But, anyways. Yeah. yeah. How, how would you, like... How do you think your relationship has changed with Charity Nico, like, as you've, like, now that you're all more, like, adults versus when you were all, like, kids growing up? Hmm. I mean, I think because I was, like, a little bit older and I I love taking care of, like, babies and all of that. And we, um, 
we brought them both home when they were babies. Like Charity was, she was in the hospital when she was first born, but my parents got custody of her when she was like a day old. And then Nico, my mom picked him up when he was like two weeks old. So they were both like babies and Mm -hmm. seven to 10, like loved babies, loved Um, and so because my mom, when Charity came home, she already had a seven month old, like there was a lot for me to do and help. So I felt very like needed and like I got to do stuff and, you know, be a big girl and help feed babies and like, oh yeah, yeah. Um, uh, and I think like, so I think that kind of has in a sense stayed the same because, you know, I'm both of their older sisters and. So there's kind of like this, like, I want to take care of them. And, um, like I, yeah, I still help change them or feed them or whatever needs to be taken care of. So I feel like in that sense, it hasn't changed a whole lot. It's just that I'm older, they're older. There's more things I can do. Like I can drive them places. I can, you know. Oh yeah. Yeah. (laughs) But I feel like I've always kind of had that like a little bit more like a mothering sort of like, I'm going to take care of you. I'm going to make sure you're safe and all of that. Yeah. That's interesting. Cause I think you with with Angela, I feel like when I was younger, it was, it was much more like a, what is that? Like, how do I prevent her from getting hurt versus yeah. now is much more a like, like, what can we do so that she just enjoys it? Because, right, because there's just certain things that they kind of grow out of. Um, Like, for her, like, she doesn't bolt around as much. She has to be, like, in a very bad mood to to start running around. But she used to just do it, like, on a whim. Um, So it's interesting now that, like... Because, like, the, I feel like the caretaker part is always, like, subconsciously just, like, in you. Because right? if I see that she's upset, like, I, I, I go back into, like, yep, that, that mode. mode. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, and it's, like, and I can't even... And it's so weird, because it's, like, it's so hard to turn off, too, when yeah. you see it. Like, in any person, almost. Like, that's that's been something that's hard to, like... I'll see other people, and I'm, like... And it's, and it's, it's a very, like, fine line of, like... You're a stranger versus like, oh, you're my coworker or you're my friend, and I'm like, okay, what, where do I be supportive but not just like overtake and like try to fix all of it? Because it's just because we're so used to fixing yeah. it and like moving through the next thing, or like there's people staring at us, like we need to like move on, or like you know you're at home and you're just trying to like um, just get through the next hour type of thing, you know. For sure. And I think, like, I've seen that, like, when I go, because I don't live at my parents' house anymore, but um, when I go over there quite a bit, and, like, sometimes I'll be over there, and something's happening with Charity or Nico, and I, like, step in, I'm like, okay, like, with my other siblings, okay, this needs to happen, or you need to do this, and they're like, Chloe, stop it, like, you don't, I'm like, it's like that subconscious, like, okay, what's the situation, we need to take care of it, we need to get it under control, (laughs) move on with our life. <laughs> yeah, it's yeah, and it's just like it's such a second nature thing. It's like not it's not like we're trying to do that. It just yeah. happens. <laughs> yeah. I think what you said too is also a good point like um how you said with Angela you're a lot more like now wanting to make sure she's enjoying life and I think I do think those things through like more like I'm like mm. charity they're both teenagers now. Um, but even though charity may not, I'm trying to think of something, I don't know, like if we do like a girl's thing, it's like, I want her to be a part of that because I'm like, she's that age. That's what mm-hmm. girls do. Even knowing that she might only like really want to be there for like 10 minutes and then that's the end, but she wants to go. And so like, how can we, you know. I don't know if that makes sense. And just like, yeah, what are things that she likes to do? That's like, like she loves to go shopping at Target. So like, let's hone in on that. And if she has gift cards or birthday money, like, you know, stuff like that. So yeah, because it's about like incorporating them 
into like as like normal and i use that very like lightly of a life that like you know that they could get because essentially it's it's this other weird thing that like it's almost like oh you know if we don't get to do it with them like they'll never get it mm-hmm. which is like a very like a, a sound and get like it sounds dire but it's just like on some level that's true right because unless if someone is going to take like go out of their way with the intention of like hey like we're going to go to this place for vacation or like we're gonna go to this restaurant and eat this thing or like we're gonna go to Target like they're not gonna that they can't necessarily vocalize that. I mean, if they yeah. can, they have to be with someone who's going to say, okay, let's do it, instead of, no, you can't. Yeah. Which is very And, and it has hard. to be someone take on the, like, the risk. <laughs> I say that with, like, quotes, but, like, I feel like in our family, we never know, like, we're going to, we might go to the zoo, and it might be, like, everyone has good attitudes today, good behaviors, it's going to be great. And then we're there for 10 minutes and we have a major meltdown. And it's like, oh, okay. You have to go into it knowing, like, like my mom and I were just talking about this. You're hoping for the best, but you really have to plan for, like, these are all the bad things that can happen. Oh, Do we yeah. have prepared? Do we? <laughs> and sometimes, <laughs> like she said, sometimes she's like, this is just, like, the the chances of this bad thing happening are pretty high and I don't feel up to doing it. And so sometimes it does feel like it's, well, I if I go and I'm like, okay, mom, I'm going to go with you to the zoo, then she's like, okay, we'll do it. And it's just like, all right, let's see what happens, you know? So. No, yeah, it's, it's crazy because it's like, so, so our family... So we went to so we went to Disneyland a really long time ago when I was like still in elementary school and we took my sister and at that time traveling with her was a very different thing because uh, obviously like I was like in elementary school right like we my aunt came with us so at least there was like more people power type of thing but at that time it was like such a different thing versus when we had gone. I don't know, when was that? 2017 or something like that? We went again, and, like, I was so tired. Because my brain, like, the entire time is just on. Right? Because it's like, oh, we're at the hotel. Like, okay, we gotta, we have to get from the hotel to the park. Okay? Like, where do you park the car? Because obviously, like, they have the handicap placards and stuff, right? So it's like, how close can you get, but, like, what time do you want to go, what rides can you ride, not ride, that are gonna, like, set off all their sensory triggers and stuff, where, where can you walk that's, like, not super loud with the food, like, there's, there's all these things, right, and so, I was, like, I remember on that trip, we, so we went for, like, two or three days or something, and so I, I said to my dad, I'm, like, why am I so tired? He's, like, well, because you're, like, your brain is just being used all the time, right, because, like, my, we didn't do a lot in terms of, like, we didn't, like, ride, you know, 17 rides in a day or something like that. We were just leisurely walking, but, like, my brain the whole time is, like, are these, you know, like, because you just, you yeah. just don't know what people are going to do or what they're going to do or, like. And it's not, yeah. like, a contained place, so it's just, like, we, we don't know what's going to happen. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I, I totally, like, can relate with Disneyland because that's kind of our family's, like, vacation. And we went um, in the summer, just, like, our immediate family. And we mm-hmm. went for, like, I think we were in the parks, like, four or five days. Because usually if we go, we're, like, we're going to go. Yeah. But it was, like, we had a lot of meltdowns, a lot of different behavioral things. And Charity and Nico are, like, very different. Like, Charity's, like... I want fast and scary rides. And if it's not like adrenaline inducing, then I'm bored and I'm done. And I want to go back to the hotel. Okay. And he goes like, I'll go on rides, but it can't be like too scary or too like. <laughs> oh no. Out with the characters. But if the character that I want to see is not there, then there may be a meltdown or multiple meltdowns happening until we find that character, but then they're going to leave eventually. And so like you, and I like thinking back, like I get so um, like wound up. I feel like, yeah. <laughs> like calm down, 
but I think it's like what you said. It's like, I'm like, okay, this needs to happen. Okay. We need to go here and we need to make sure we have this and this is going to happen. So you're just like, gotta be prepared for everything. <laughs> yeah. And it's crazy. Cause it's like, if I went to Disneyland, like, it'd be so funny. Like if me and you went, cause it'd be so different. Cause we would just be like, whatever. Like we, like, it's almost like we don't care what we're doing. Cause the fact that we could be there and not have to deal with it is so much like, you know like it's just a totally experience (laughs) yeah yeah that's why it's it's such an interesting thing how much like we will automatically deprioritize like our own wants so that either we can deal with their meltdowns or do what they want to do and stuff like it's just yeah it's just crazy how it's it's so like um it's so like built in to the system to do it like it's not like we're trying to do that at all but it's very much a part of my subconscious it's just like it just kicks in like i don't even think about turning it's like a light switch right just it flicks and it goes and it's like okay like we're just doing this other thing yeah yeah and like i don't know if it's like this for you but like i i get so happy when i see charity and nico enjoying something and having fun and so it makes me want to be able to make that happen and oftentimes, like, that means that what you want to do, if it was just you there or just up to you, is kind of, you know, put to the side. Because automatically you're just like, okay, you're enjoying this. Like, we're going to do this. So, yeah. Yeah, that's true. I I think I definitely, I definitely need to, like, enjoy those that moment in time more. And I think I do. I think it's it's one of those things where, like... Angela will just do these things that are so funny. And, like, it's it's interesting because, like, I don't think other people think it's funny, but I think they're hilarious. <laughs> like, yeah, she'll, like, we'll do something and she'll do something. And I just, like, it's so funny to me. And I'm like, and I think those are the times I'm like, wow, like, if that could just be my life, I'd be all about it. Because it's just like. Yeah. Yeah, like. All the time? <laughs> Yeah, exactly, because it's just, yeah, it's just, it's so much more fun that I'm, like, I mean, I'm, I am laughing at her, but at the same time, it's, like, I, but you know that she did it on purpose on some level, you know, right. like. <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah, no, we have definitely had those moments where it's, like, yeah, we're sort of laughing at you, but you also know we're laughing at you, and you're doing it because you like that we're laughing at you. Yeah. <laughs> Oh, it all works out. <laughs> yeah. No, and and that I think that was the the thing that I what when I first like went to family retreat um I think that was something that I did not realize that um how do I explain this? So I had never met a group of people who understood any of those things. Right just like in school or day camps or whatever that I would go to like it's just not, I can't relate to when people were like, oh, like, I would fight with my brother and sister. Like, oh, yeah, they stole my clothes. Or, oh, yeah, they did this thing. Like, I, I'm like, I never understood what that was. Like, also because it was just me and Angela. Like, I don't have other siblings. So I'm like, I have yeah. no idea. And yeah. so I remember going to family retreat. I was like, oh, like, I can talk about these things, about these jokes about my sister and, like, people will laugh in a way that's like actually conducive to why it's funny not because they're trying to like understand my joke oh okay i got what you're yeah. saying yeah and and it was it fascinated me so much because i was like oh like people understand my jokes now right because they're because you have a variety you have a mix of people who have been there so long interacting with people with disabilities that they just they you kind of like learn culturally like wh- how it works and then you have yeah. some other siblings that just actually understand what you're talking about without explanation. Which is, like, my favorite part about Family Retreat was, like, hanging out, like, afterwards and stuff. Because we would all just, like, yeah. talk about, like, our regular lives. And it's, like, you don't... Yeah. <laughs> it's, like, stuff that, like... I think even, like, talking to you over the past couple of weeks, things mm. that I didn't realize that I, like, think or feel is related to being a typical sibling and then you're like oh yeah same here and I'm like oh my gosh and like other people 
sometimes if I try to like they don't understand or I just don't even bring it up because I don't even realize like that's why I'm thinking or feeling a certain way about something it's Mm -hmm. like oh yeah this yeah just yeah part of your life (laughs) yeah exactly I think I forgot who I was talking I remember like at we were at family retreat and then somebody had said oh yeah it's such an interesting thing there because like in a normal social situation, you, like, go through these very, like, surfacey, like, oh, like, what's your favorite food? Where do you work? All these, like, very surfacey level things, right? And then you kind of get into deep water when you spend enough time. And this person was saying to me, like, oh, yeah, but, like, at Family Tree, it's, like, the inverse. It's, like, hmm. you just jump in, like, you just, you don't know where anyone works or where anyone lives. You just know all these other very, like, deep <laughs> things about everyone. And then you have to learn... All the, all the, like, surfacey things. And they're like, oh, like, don't you know that person? Aren't you friends? You're like, yeah, well, then where do they work? I don't know. But we're really good friends. Yeah. <laughs> we yeah, have a lot crazy. Yeah. Yeah. It's, yeah, that's... Yeah, I think... And, then that, and that's one of the things that it's... I, I think... It's something I was telling my husband was, like, you know, I... What is it like I I recognize now that I was it, like I'm in a very fortunate position where I've met other siblings to people who have disabilities because I have come across recently just like in like starting up the podcast and stuff where I've I've met people where like they've met nobody like it's just them right oh. and like I like I'm like the first person that they're like oh like you're the first other person that I know that you have a sister with autism, right? Or just any disability for that matter. And it's made me, like, realize, I'm like, oh, like, that's... That's crazy, because it's, like, obviously when I was, like, little, that's kind of, like, we all feel it, but it's as... It just made me recognize, like, oh, that's such a... Well, one, that's a struggle in itself already. Like, being yeah. one of us, it's already its own hardship, but, like, to really have, to really have, like, not met anyone who understands, even as an adult... Or, you know, like, when you're a teenager, I'm like, that is, it's so hard. And, that, and that's one of the reasons why, like, I wanted to do this podcast was just because it's, like, there's, there's like, so many of us out there that don't even realize that this is happening. Or, you know what I mean? I don't even have, like, the words to describe it. But it's just, like, there's so many people that won't talk about their siblings to other people. Mm-hmm. Um, which... I feel like as I've gotten older, I do it less um, in terms of, like, if I meet a new person. I don't know if you do it, too, where, like, you meet a new person, you kind of, like, you talk about your siblings, and you're, like, or, like, I just don't bring it up, right? Unless if it's, like, in context, if someone says, oh, my sister's taller than me. I'm, like, oh, yeah, mine, too. And I just kind of, like, drop it. I don't, like, further, <laughs> like, go into that conversation because it's just kind of want to I feel like as an adult, I just don't want to deal with, like, here's Have my you- list of things, you know? I feel like I have done it more where I, um, I do talk about my siblings. Like I'll be like, oh yeah, I have this many siblings, blah, blah, blah. But I won't bring up that they have special needs Mm. because I'm like ashamed of it. But because I was like, I feel like I do that a lot where I'm like, oh yeah. And you know, Charity and Nico are my siblings, and they both have Down syndrome, and they both were adopted. And it's like, well, that's not their identity. And so, like, mm. why do I need to bring it up? Like, no one, like, obviously, if you know me well, you probably know that. But if you're just meeting me, like, you don't need to have that in your mind. You know what I mean? Like, you can yeah. meet them, then, like, meet them for who they are. I don't know. So, because I had a classmate that, um, he, like, I, I talked about my family, whatever, but I, I guess I never mentioned that they had special needs. And then he like dropped by our house one time. And then he told my mom later, like, oh yeah, like Chloe never mentioned that Charity and Nico have special needs. Like kind of as if he was like really weird, like, why didn't she say that? And I told her, I was like, mm. it's what, cause I was like ashamed of it. It's because I was like, that's not who they are it's like a part of them but it's not you know who they are Mm -hmm. anyways 
Yeah. And I think the other thing that I used to do was, like, I would attach Angela, like, as my identity. Like, it'd be like, oh, my name's Charlene and my sister has autism. Yeah. And I used to kind of lump it as part of me. And I think at some point when I was working, I was like, oh, like, that's, that's not right. Like... That's mm. not who she is. That's not who I am either, right? Like, I, I am my own person, but for because I had for so many years kept saying it like that, I was like, oh, that's, that doesn't, that's not good or healthy just to only identify myself as her sister, right? And that she has autism. So it's, it's been this interesting thing for me as, like, I, the less I talk about her, the more I, I the more I understand who I am apart from her and who she is apart from me attaching her to that. Hmm. I wonder if I kind of like did that, like, or do that, did that too. Like, especially like younger, like, cause it, mm-hmm. it does feel like part of your identity. I mean, and being a typical sibling, like we're always going to be a typical sibling and we're always going to have like this, th- just all of that being a typical yeah. sibling. <laughs> part of us. And it's always going to be in every, aspect of our lives whether we want it to or not um especially like depending on how close we are with our families and siblings and stuff so yeah that is a very interesting point and like I feel like I probably did that or do that without even thinking about it yeah but well it's this thing where like it's very much like you can only even come to that when you talk to other siblings you know like yeah. it and that and that's something where it's like it's yeah it's just been interesting how much you think is you and then how much you realize like it's still it's still us but like it's just very much like here here are your like sunglasses that that's how you filter the world because it's like i can't unsee certain things right like like in a public space, like, if you, if I see anyone that's, like, off-kilter is not the right word. I will use that, obviously, within context where you understand what I mean by that. It's just, like, you already know, like, you already have, like, the story of, like, where they are, the disability. Like, the, like you already know. Like, you can feel all of the things, and you know, yeah. you kind of just, like, because you can't unsee it. Yeah. Right, like I And I can spot that out faster than every other people who aren't siblings, because right? other... Other people are like, oh, like, that guy's just really weird, or like, ah, like, you know, they kind of, like, do the, I'm going to walk five steps in this aisle, like, if we're, like, at Safeway or something, right? It's just, they kind of go to another aisle, or they, like, walk away, and I'm like, that's not, all right, like, I'm just going to do what I'm doing. You, yeah. yeah. (laughs) I'm going to keep going along my business, like, whatever. Yeah. Yeah, so it's. Yeah, it's an interesting thing. Yeah, just the things that, like, you see and don't see, like, as a sibling. One of the things we talked about, like, before we were recording stuff is, like, the parental line and sibling line and how, like, it's, like, part sibling, part parent, entire sibling, no parent. Like, it's a very, like, um... (laughs) blurry space (laughs) yeah we could definitely talk about that um yeah I think I don't know if I said that while we were recording or not but just about did I say that earlier about um when Charity and Nico came and I like like taking care of them I think I did Mm -hmm. yeah um but yeah I think so for my for our family um if like my parents want to go out and do anything or like go on a date or just whatever, it's kind of always been us as siblings who are the babysitters. Um, I can think of like maybe two or three times where growing up we had somebody come and watch us or like a particular person. Um, And then like grandparents did um but even then there was a lot of stuff that I would do um 
So it never was quite like, like I would do like a lot of the diapering and stuff like that. So like, okay, yeah, mm-hmm. Chloe knows how to do it. Or I would be like, I know how to do it. I'm going to do it. <laughs> <laughs> kind of like that trust thing. And I think that's still like with people coming over to like watch them. It's like, I don't trust you. I'd rather just do it myself. <laughs> yeah. Um, but so yes, all that to say that um, it, I think when you're put in, when you're in that situation, you are more of the like the person in charge and I don't know just like growing up with them too because cognitively they're not sometimes they have certain ways that they do things or think that is like oh okay you're cognitively behaving like a 17 year old or like a 13 year old but then in other ways you're not (laughs) yeah um and so there's yeah I think there's just a lot of things that I I did and still do that are very much like I like I used to get charity one of my things in the morning was I would like get her ready because we shared a room um the three of us girls and so like in the mornings like she would wake me up she used to wake me up really early and like come lay in bed with me at like 5 30 Oh, that is early. (laughs) It was early. And then we'd get up and I would like shower her, change her, do her hair, all of that, which she hated getting her hair done and still does. (laughs) (laughs) Um, But yeah, there's just like a lot of that sort of stuff. And I think like now that I have moved out, I think my mom, like, it's not that she didn't realize what I did, but you know, there's like a, oh, okay, now I'm doing all of it. And I think that was good for me to like, Mm. take a step back. Because, yeah, I don't really know where I'm going with this. But anyways, like to, I guess, bring it full circle to what you were saying. It's a very fuzzy line between being, being in a role that feels like you're a parent, and being a sibling, especially when you're an older sibling but I think it's also probably in any case because if your sibling has some sort of special need or disability that affects them cognitively then they're going to behave younger so even if you are younger they're still going to feel like there's like a age difference and you're older and I think just like a lot of the like looking out for your siblings and even like telling them when they're doing something that they shouldn't be and like just (laughs) And like, I don't know. There's just yeah, yeah. I don't know. There's a lot to it, but yeah, no. The the whole like not living with your siblings that have a disability is such like I'm like I I like I don't even have words to describe it, but I have lots of thoughts. It's very ironic, but like <laughs> yeah, because it's. Of- it's that you can't put into words <laughs> yeah like it it's just there's so many yeah there's like so many feelings and thoughts and opinions because it's it's just it's crazy being apart from them when you mm-hmm. like know all these things about them that like and it's not to say like I, I ever like worried about it like when I was not with them but it's this thing where like when you're not with them, you're like, oh, what? You kind of just go about your day and your routine. You just go through life, right? And, but when you see them, then it's different because now you have all these like flooding yeah. thoughts. Yeah, you have like all these like, did they do these things and these things and these things and that? It's like, and then it's like, oh wait, shoot, I used to do that. And it's this like, it's like it's almost like a waterfall that mm-hmm. was dry that then now is like cascading into a river when you're with them. But then you go home and it starts to dry up and then you go like, oh, okay, whatever. And you just go through your, like, it's such like a ping pong back and forth of like, yeah, like, yeah, it's a, it's the struggle of that is really tough when you like, it is when it's so much back and forth. Or at least what it was yeah. for me. I don't know about for you. No, I think that's a really good point. Cause like when I'm here, I'm not living in that. But, like, if I hear certain things, like, if I talk to my mom, she's like, oh, like, it's been a hard day. Like, we've had a lot of meltdowns or, like, 
whatever happened, then it's like all of a sudden I'm like consumed with that. But most of the time it's like, I'm not like in that, like I am kind of a lot of, I don't know. You can't turn it off being a typical sibling and like even just being out in public and like things I see or hear or feel. I'm realizing more and more it relates back to like my life. (laughs) Right. (laughs) But yeah, that like, did this have, did this get taken care of? Whatever. Um, But I don't know. Sometimes I still like, I think when I first moved out, I had a harder time with that. And like, yes. Are you guys going to be okay? Like doing this on your own? Yeah. Because I do it all. Like, are you going to be okay? And yeah. I think the other thing, which I don't know if this is really on topic with the question, and I don't know if you have felt this way, but Mm. I also, I feel very guilty sometimes. Um, I Mm. think there's a lot of guilt for different things that typical siblings can feel, but like, as I've gotten older and busier and like working in school and just all of that, um, like when I am not able to like see them a lot and they ask about me or just like, you know, I'm just like, Oh, I missed out on this like big thing in your life or whatever, because I had to work or something. Um, I'm like, Oh, you're like such a terrible sibling. <laughs> or, like, and I think you could feel that way if you're not a typical sibling, but I think knowing that my siblings don't understand even if they're told 10 times oh chloe had to work tonight she's at work Mm -hmm. and knowing that even if i'm there they're going to be asking like oh when am i going home just because well charity does that she just likes to know like the the schedule kind of thing yeah but i still am like oh like i feel so guilty that i'm not over there more or not like taking you to do more things or i don't know yeah it's the uh i'm like trying to collect my thoughts because it's it's this thing where i feel like for me like it depends on like what's happening i also feel like after like different things so like yeah i think when i when i got married it was like one set of things and then, like, when, when I moved even further away than I already moved when I got married, like, it was, like, a whole different set of things. Mm-hmm. Um, and that, and all, and both those things are different than when I, like, kind of was, like, in your boat of, like, I'm working, but I'm nearby. Mm-hmm. Um, and it, and it was all different because, like, what was happening with my sister and then, like, there was all like these events and stuff that were happening for a certain period of time, like related just to her housing and stuff. And so it was this thing where I don't think I felt as much guilt as I did obligation to be present, mm. um, which those can be tied depending on how we view that, but we won't go into that. But like, I, I feel yeah. that the obligation to show up, for all that was very high because it's like oh like you know we it was kind of like I felt like it's expected to show up and like meet all other parents and like help not even help my sister with anything but I just felt like I felt like I was expected to be part of the situation and that's hard right because it's like it's not like I do or don't. Like, yes, I want to be part of this conversation because obviously like it impacts me as an adult right like her housing is going to always affect me no matter what I do, right? Because she, as long as she's alive and I'm alive, it's going to be a thing, yeah. right? But it's this, like, how do, what, and and, and and this is kind of, like, a more philosophical thing, right? But it's this thing where, like, how involved do I get in terms of I care about Angela, but I care about me, but, like, there has to be a line on some level, but, like, it's different if right. she was just normal and lived somewhere else. Like, it's not like that. Like, and it's and it's so hard because it's, like, how up to date do I need to be on where she's at versus me just kind of checking in on her versus not knowing anything versus, like, you know, do I need to keep tabs with my parents to, to keep 
track of her or not, right? Because it's this thing where Angela is not as verbal as, like, Nico and Charity, right? She can't tell me what she wants, what she wants to do, all that. So it's like, I am at the mercy of third-hand information at this point, right? Because my parents aren't even with her all the time. Her staff is, like, a rotate. It's a rotational thing, right? Um, wow. And so it's this thing where, like, well... And I've met some of them, and they're super cool people, and, like, and Angela likes them a lot, which is great. Like, I am very happy about that, but it's just this thing where even if I had not moved the distance I am now, like, I would still be getting third-hand information, because it's, like, it's not her, it's not what she's experiencing. It's this person who interacted with her who then tells somebody, who then maybe tells my parents, who then maybe tell me, and it's, like, I don't... I don't know unless <laughs> if I go, but like I'm not. I'm also kind of like, I can't. I can't. I I can't and shouldn't be there all the time because then she doesn't have a life. Right. That's unfair to her, right? Because it's because it's want- been interesting. Oh, go ahead. But you kind of want her to have that adult independence, and yeah. then you also have to have your own. I guess, adult independence. (laughs) Right, yeah. Right, because it's like, how do we both live adult lives, but, like, enjoy it? And and one of the things I think that that's been helping, and and this is just due to multiple things, is that when I I Skype with her, which is really kind of funny when when I say it out loud, because me Skyping with Angela is really just me talking. It's really not... Right, I try, but she she can she's only gonna do so much in return. But like, <laughs> but when I see her, when she's just like she's so much more like relaxed and just kind of like hanging out versus when we were growing up. Like I feel like mm-hmm. with our parents, all four of us were just like like adrenaline is just very high, right? Kind of mm-hmm. like. Because just like how you were saying about the schedule, right? Like, Angela's very, like, routine schedule, everything. I don't think she's... She needs to know as much, but she definitely needs to have some concrete structure of, like, these things are going to happen, and there's certain things that have to happen no matter what, right? So even if we, like, went to dinner and came home, like, she has to go through this, like, hour routine, regardless of if it's 10 p.m., midnight, 8 p.m., like, it doesn't matter what time. She has to go through all the stuff. And so... I feel like when all four of us were at home, it's just everyone's doing that, right? Everyone has, because then we have to kind of conform to the fact that, like, okay, it's now 8.30, now we have to all go through this thing together. Versus now, it's like, well, she has her own routine, I have my own routine, my parents have to, right? Like, we can all be kind of, like, in our own boats, and then, like, oh, like, that's actually what my nat more my natural state of a human is versus, oh, like, as a sibling slash parent in the same room at the same time with them. Like, it's like, it's like, it's like superhero mode, I feel like, where, like, you know, like, you go yeah. to the elevator, you change costumes, and then you're like, I'm this person now. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. No, that's, yeah. I, I think the line... Yeah, I, I don't really know where, I mean, you probably, you're, you're at a different stage in life than I am, but I don't really know where the, the line and where the line is drawn and where it separates between having my own life as an individual and my sibling's life, because mm-hmm. it will never look the same as other people that aren't typical siblings. And, yeah. and it also depends on like, you know. Um, like for you, you know, it's just you and Angela. So yeah. that's own dynamic. Um, like you're the only other sibling to help with stuff if something mm-hmm. happens to your parents or whatever. Yeah. Um, and, you know, ours is different, but we also have both Charity and Nico. And so it's just like, you know, it's different dynamics, each family and like how close you are and just all of that stuff. But it is because I, I remember who was I having that just I don't know I was having that discussion with somebody and it was just like yeah it's just it's just gonna be different because it's you know yeah I don't know how it's gonna look still trying to figure it out and I never know it might always be trying to figure it out (laughs) oh no that I 
I definitely agree with the you're going to perpetually be figuring out because it's just like it's so crazy like yeah like if I if I were to meet like the 10 year old version of me that knew Angela at that time versus now like I'm pretty sure the 10 year old version of me would be in very much disbelief Hmm. of like the progress Angela has made and my and how I interact with that as an adult. <laughs> and it's mm. not I don't mean to say that in a bad way at all, right? Like it's not that it's it's not like I didn't have hope at that age. Right? Like I, I had the hopes for the world for her, right? Like there's all these things about what I feel like as a sibling versus a parent, you there's just so much more imagination and hopes and dreams of like the magnitude of which they can really develop like i feel like that's very different as a sibling like, that that's one of the lines that is different as that as a parent right because there's just it's just different um and it, it's crazy just how much like we change as people just on a regular like all humans change as as they grow older but even more so for people with disabilities just because the way they interact with the world is so different right and it's like it's an evolving thing because as they developmentally kind of their brain catches up with how old they are in the physical world like they do change in the same kind of ways where like we did just we just did it like 20 years before they did yeah but but yeah they go through the same kind of evolution of like oh like what I thought was going to work five years ago doesn't work anymore because you just, you don't like those things anymore. And it's like, you're a different person now. Yeah. Yeah. It's very true. <laughs> oh, man. Yeah. yeah. I think, well, you have some more time because my, my sister is older by a good amount than both Nico and Cherry. So you have time for to kind of like... <laughs> For them to grow into their like twenties and stuff, that that's that's okay. I feel like it gets more complicated when they get older because it's like the like the long game becomes more complicated versus yeah. like you know when they're kind of like because now are you guys doing like conservatorship stuff with them right now because they're kind of hitting. I like, think pre- that. You know, I was just my mom about that for charity. So I was like, don't we have to do that soon? <laughs> so I think, yeah, we're kind of in the process of starting that. Yeah. So, so that's, it's exciting and a lot of, it's a lot of paperwork, <laughs> but. Uh, this doesn't sound fun. Yeah. It's, it's not, yeah, it, it's not, it's not super fun, but it's one of those things like, but once it's done, like there's such a like what is the word you feel much more at peace about whatever's going to happen to them later Hmm. because you know you have that taken care of and obviously like housing housing a very separate thing but just the conservatorship itself i feel like is it's its own thing and being able to have that conversation first because having that conversation helps the like later on conversation yeah yeah that makes sense <clears throat> just knowing that there's a plan in place and yeah yeah and then have and then and then yours is interesting because you have other brothers and sisters to like and your parents like it was just me and my parents so it's just they're gonna kind of decide things they kind of like this is what the plan is i'm like okay like i don't whatever <laughs> But for you guys, it's a little bit more complicated. But I think, but and that that's the thing that kind of fascinated me as I've talked to other siblings is like, I don't think I, I think, yeah, I've not talked to anyone who is in like my exact situation, right? Hmm. But, but everyone that I have talked to, like we have talked about like the long game and just like what happens, but like all the the feelings around it are very much the same. Like, we can feel the same kind of, like, uneasiness and fear and, like, don't know. But, like, even though, like, our situations are, like, completely different. Like, from just from if you look at, like, a family structure standpoint. Yeah. Yeah. I think I think that's a good point because I don't think there's... 
I don't know if I would find anyone who's exactly in the same situation as like me or same for you, but like, yeah, the whole thing as a whole and figuring out what's the plan for the future housing. And, and I think like Charity and Nico are so young still, like, I don't know where they're going to be as far as like independence and like wanting to be on their own or, and being able to, like, I think Nico would be the one that would be more like, I want some independence. I don't want to. <laughs> <laughs> and probably be more able to do that. Like, Charity, I don't know. But, you know, I have no clue where <laughs> where we're going to be in, like, 10 years. Yeah. <laughs> it, it, yeah, it's one of those things. I don't mean to, like, bring that upon you. But it's also, like, that's just part of what's happening, too. It's, like, but it's... Yeah. That it's it's something that you're like not gonna talk to like your friends about because it's not like they're gonna understand that. So it's like, right? I like all my friends like like I don't. It's weird because it's like, the yeah like my very close friends and the like very inner circle like have some understanding of it because obviously it's just it's gonna come up just because we're so close. But there's other people I'm like they're like forget it like. I can just tell you generic information and we'll just move on because it's just kind of, it's. There, there's a time and place and with you is not the time or the place so I'll just like be over here yeah um, yeah <laughs> well to end not on such a dire note because I was like that's but uh, I guess that's just that's just part but, of it but um okay. are there <laughs> I was just gonna say it's something like all siblings you're gonna face in some way and it's not like a bad thing it doesn't have to be like a oh this is so horrible because like we were about future stuff it's just something to like you know be aware of and yeah it's a lot of the siblings you've had on the podcast so far are adults yes there they are in their adult journey i'm not sure but you know so yeah anyway yeah um, so to, to end us off, um, are there any words of encouragement, uh, that you would like to share with our fellow, um, siblings? Oh, such a great question. <sighs> wow. Um, I think that if you have any, like, outlets or ways to meet other typical siblings I think kind of like what we were talking about that there are mm-hmm. people that don't but if there's any I mean there's so many different ways like social media like I don't know there's just so many different platforms now I would encourage you to try to find um other typical siblings maybe somebody that has a sibling with the same disability as as your sibling or similar um just because it can be isolating and I think as a typical sibling, you can feel like, at least I felt this way, like, oh, I'm just feeling these things. I'm like, why am I feeling these things or thinking these things? And then mm-hmm. you talk about it, you're like, oh, I'm not crazy. Cause I kind of felt like I was a little bit. <laughs> <laughs> so I, yeah, I would encourage you in that. And, um, you know, find the fun and funny things about being a typical sibling and, you know, like we were talking about, like, laugh when you can. I mean, yep. I think, I don't know about your family, Charlene, but we have way too many serious things just with, you know, special needs with both my siblings have a lot of health things. Um, and then just life in general, there's a yeah. lot of serious hard stuff. And so we just end up laughing a lot and we can't really be serious too long. So I would say when you're able to just laugh, like laugh at those things, laugh at, you know, the funny things of being a typical sibling, you know, maybe that's when your sibling pulls out their diaper and throws it in during fire performance. Not that that's like ever happened, (laughs) but you know? Yeah. Yeah. Or just goes like to a buffet and was like, I just want that. Let me just get it. Like, all right, that's... (laughs) That's cool. I'm glad you know what you want to eat. <laughs> yep. Yeah. <laughs> so I think those would be the, the things that I would say. Cool. Well, yep. thank you for sharing that. And thank you for being on the podcast. 
Oh, absolutely. So happy to be here. Thanks for listening to the Special Needs Sibling Podcast. I hope you had a good time listening and feel encouraged in your own journey as a sibling to someone with special needs. If you liked this episode, please share it with your friends. And if you want to hear more stories, please subscribe to the show. You can find us wherever you listen to podcasts. Also, the show can't happen without you. All special needs siblings have their own unique stories, challenges, family dynamics, and lots of life to talk about and explore. This podcast is here to let you know that you're not alone and that you matter. If you would like to be on the show or just chat off the record, please contact me. My info is in the show notes. Until next time, this is the Special Needs Sibling Podcast.